you need your Sega fix. All you gotta know is this. There's a podcast that exists for the Vega nerd. Come and get your Sega news and your classic game reviews. And there's fun and features too from the Vega nerd. They've got Chris and they've got Graham. And there's Nathan now and then. It's like hanging with your friends with the Vega nerd. They're not fanboys, but they're nerds. You should listen to episode of the Sega Nerdcast. I'm joined by my faithful servant Graham Cookson, known around most gaming circles as Dick Hellfire, James, who's the best looking Sega Nerd alive, our resident Asian Nathan, and the man of the hour, George. How's it going, guys? Hello. 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 <laughs> nice. Uh, now, now, before we get started, this is uh, the, the, the biggest Nerdcast we've ever had. Uh, we have people from all around the world in this, so what I wanted to do before we really get rolling is let's do a quick time check for everybody. Uh, for me, it's 2.17 a.m. on Sunday. And what's the date today? The Where 18th. are you? I'm in Guam, and it's the 18th, May 18th. So, uh, Graham, what, what's your time? It's not, it's the 17th still, and it's 5.15. No, 5.20. Whoa. My Five. talk's wrong. Yeah, it's about 5.20 p.m. P.m. Okay, uh, let's go okay, to sorry. James. Hey, yeah, seventeenth, May seventeenth, and it's uh, twelve fifteen p.m. And where are you at? I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. Okay, Nathan. <laughs> All right, it's eleven seventeen a.m. Um, the seventeenth, and I'm in Texas. And Woo! last but not least, George. Uh, it's nine eighteen, and uh, it's the seventeenth, and I'm in California. Nice. Now, isn't this weird when you future. think about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually in the future right now. I'm in. Hey, I'm hey, in tomorrow. what happens tomorrow? I can't tell <laughs> you. Why for us? Because if I do, I won't be surprised. I think it just like it messes up the whole time space continuum, and we all die if I do that. Hey, here's a hint: in the future, Graham is still gay. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, real quick, let's do a, a quick, um, you know, go around the room, I guess, and uh, find out how everyone's week's been going. Um, George, I know you've been pretty busy, so how about uh, you fill us in and tell us a little bit about what you've uh, been doing. Uh, um, I went to the Sega Gamers Day on Wednesday. Nice. And uh, I, we had to drive back. The drive there was went smooth. The ride back took about eight hours. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, why did it take so long? How long did it take you to get there? It took us about three hours and thirty minutes. So it took you twice the amount of time to get back. What happened? We have two. We got two flat tires. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. One of the times we we actually got help because we had a spare. Second time we didn't have a spare. <laughs> How'd you get back? Were you driving uh, on the rim? We were no. We were, <laughs> yeah. We were driving. We had to drive like hundred and fifty miles. So we uh, stood, we're in this town and we were trying to trying to buy a tire, but everything was closed. And um, we finally found a little place that was open, but we didn't have enough money, so I had to convince the guy to sell me the tire anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow! So you really did it. How much of a discount did you get? Uh, it was he wanted twenty six dollars. I only had fifteen dollars. <laughs> twenty six dollars. I didn't I didn't have that much money. I was it was last minute. And I didn't have any money on me. 
Yeah, it was the whole thing was kind of a last minute deal, I guess. So. Wow, you shouldn't have written about that. That's a great story. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay. Well, no, because uh, I had to do some nasty stuff to get the discount. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. We won't go into detail on that. <laughs> hey, maybe your new boyfriend's listening. Graham, how's uh, how's your week been going, man? Yeah, it's been pretty good, I guess. Um, when was it? Monday. Yeah, Monday. I went to a uh, Sega event in London, which is the uh, Platinum Games uh, Sega deal announcement thing. Yeah. Which was meant to be uh, held off till like Wednesday, but um, some bastards' websites leaked it all out. <laughs> that was bad. So, yeah. Can we name what website? Uh, Eurogamer was the one that leaked out first. They had a live broadcast from the show, even though Sega reps were going around telling people off, like saying, don't record, don't record. That's funny. Wait, so you were in the same room with them as they were broadcasting? Why don't you go kick them in the nuts or something? There's loads of people in there. It's like some sort of giant... They had loads of sofas and stuff everywhere, and uh, I couldn't really see them recording. I think they had it on the table or something. Hmm. I couldn't see it. Well, we'll talk about that some more uh, later on yeah. in the show. Um, quick, uh, quick job update, Graham. That's, that's what we all want. Job about date. Uh, I have approximately two weeks left now. And Are you gonna leaving be, your job? I'm leaving my job, yeah. God, then you keep up with the Nerdcast, man. It was like what three episodes ago he <laughs> announced that. I know. Well, I thought you were going to quit like three months ago. I, I handed my notice in like three months ago, but I decided, I, had to, I decided to stay on a little bit longer to help them out a bit. Why are you uh, leaving? Didn't you get a promotion recently? I did, and I hate the job so much I decided to leave. He's, oh, he's wow. just got, he decided okay. to work on Sega Nerds full time now. I'm right. How are you going to support yourself? <laughs> um, we have ways. <laughs> yes, oh, anyway. so you're just going to keep bumming off mom and dad? Is that what it is? Or maybe just bumming. <laughs> oh, <man>. Nice. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I should just point out one reason why I'm leaving is like the company is losing over two and a half million every month. Holy crap! Wow. That's like five million dollars. Wait, like you're, you're working pounds. for Sega, right? It's <laughs> true. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, oh, all right. Kidding. We're, we're gonna keep moving. James, how you been do- doing, man? Uh, not bad. I mean, I'm, unlike Graham and George, I didn't go to a Sega event because <laughs> Sega hates me. That's right. But, uh, yeah, I just been doing the same old working. Uh, I'm actually just finished up school and graduating, so that's pretty awesome. Oh, sweet. Oh, congratulations, James. Yeah, thanks. Congratulations to you too. I I heard you're uh, doing the same. Yep. How's the um? How's well, the boat doing? It. Okay. Your, your sailboat. Oh, the, the boat. The, the the boat. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's coming along. I was I, I actually couldn't work on it this week at all because at work I uh, cut the tip of my finger off. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Did you get pictures of that? I can take some pictures. If yeah, you want, I, I, but, uh, I asked yeah, for I'll, photos. I'll post them on the forums for everyone. How now? How bad is it? Is it like fingernail gone bad? It's 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 like I sliced my fingernail in half and then I I scooped oh. out like a, oh. a a half inch of my finger and had to get it like you know placed back on and then stitched. Oh, oh so they actually oh, had to put it back. Geez. Wow. <laughs> oh, what's your, what's your job? Like, how did it happen? Uh, uh, I, I I repair like lab equipment for um all these biomed and pharmaceutical companies in Boston. And uh, it was just, I was just being an ass. I like, I was just trying to cut something with a razor blade and uh, screwed up for some reason. And there I go, my finger's gone. Basically, James is going to be the guy that's going to start the whole zombie outbreak one day. 
He's cutting his <laughs> finger off now. He's going to, you know, accidentally break the wrong vial of, you know, some kind of biochemical. Yep. Absolutely. Nice. The T virus. <laughs> All right, uh, Nathan, give us an update. All right, I've just been busy with school this whole semester, which is why I haven't been on the Nerdcast for a while, and I also did not get to go to any Sega events. But I graduated uh, yesterday. Congratulations. So I'm all done with school, and now I'm looking for jobs. Yeah, those the jobs. Part. Yeah, how's, how's yeah. that whole job search going so far? Uh, I have an interview next week, and Who's maybe that some other stuff coming up. Um, it's an Austin-based web startup, so it'd be nice if I don't have to move. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. So wish me luck. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, hopefully. So you're 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 trying to get stay in to the uh, whole game journalism industry, right? Uh, not necessarily. I'm pretty much looking for a job anywhere. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. It's not necessarily. Mickey D's is always hiring. Hey, screw you. Okay. (laughs) But I should have more time to dedicate to this site now that I'm not in school. So I'll be working more on it. I hope so. That'd be great. Um, I guess I'm the last guy um, here. That's that's fine. Um, not. I guess there, there's actually been quite a lot going in my job. Um, we we uh, we have um, a unit here where I'm I'm stationed at. It's called the uh, 36th Contingency Response Group, and uh, they uh, basically what they do is they. Um, they're they're here to deploy anywhere around the Pacific region um, to support in any sort of environmental disasters in any of our any of the neighboring countries. Um, so they actually just deployed a few weeks ago to Burma um, to help out um, there, and they're, they've been um, shipping in supplies. They're actually they, those our guys were the first um, people or first Americans to ship any or drop any humanitarian aid to the people of Burma, which is kind of cool. Um, and we have one of our photographers out there shooting uh, the kind of things they're doing. So that's kind of neat. Uh, that's what's been going on at my job. Um, I wanted to go see Prince Caspian tonight, uh, the new Chronicles of Narnia movie. I'm a huge fan Why? of the series. I, I, oh, were you going to take your kids or something? Yeah, yeah. My whole no. family likes to go see it. But it was sold out. It's, it's kind of unfortunate. So we're going to have to go check it out tomorrow. I, I was kind of disappointed because I wanted to be able to talk about it on the Nerdcast a little bit. Um, so we ended up just hanging out at the mall tonight, um, eating, and then I went into GameStop. I was doing a little shopping around. I didn't buy anything, but Uh-oh. I went over to the to uh, the um, the Wii section, and I was just so amazed by all the the shitty cheap games there were. It was just all hmm. um, like you know just casual gamer crap, and it's just sad to see. Yeah, like like pony raising and stuff. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. How dare you what? He's <laughs> just stating the truth. No, it has motion controls. You understand. <laughs> I'm sorry you can't handle the truth, George. Uh, uh, Another funny thing, uh, motion- last week or whenever, maybe a week and a half ago, whenever uh, Grand Theft Auto released, uh, I went up there and uh, to pick it up. It was the day after. Um, it was released, so I avoided all the long lines. Um, but uh, me and uh, I, I took my daughters with me um, to go pick it up. And I traded a few games in uh, just to try to get some extra credit and that kind of stuff. So I went and traded the games in, picked up Grand Theft Auto, and I had about 30 bucks in credit left over. And uh, the, my, my daughters wanted this uh, new, uh, it's, it's the Pets games um, on the, the DS, and this one was like Pets 2 Hamsters. 
and uh, it, it's ridiculous. So I ended up buying it, right? And uh, the lady uh, was just laughing because she's like, this is the, the craziest combination of games I've ever seen. You got Grand Theft Auto and Pets. Hamster game. Nice. And so, yeah, that was kind of funny. So, yeah, that's been, uh, been pretty much what we've been doing. So uh, why don't we just uh, head right on in to what we've been playing uh, this week, Graham. I know... You are always playing a lot of games, but let's just try to keep it to one game this week. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I've actually been playing one game oh, this week, wow. and it's been GTA 4. Okay. Hell yeah! That's the same with me, too, Woo-hoo. so yeah. we'll consolidate this wow. a little bit. Yeah, should, should we shoot the shit together? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Yeah. I think um, anyone who's who's a, a listener of podcasts has probably heard their fair share of, of Grand Theft Auto um, in the last two weeks because that's pretty much what everyone's been talking about. Um, so instead of uh, going into a long diatribe about that, Graham, why don't you tell me what the one part of the game is that's your favorite? If you can pick out one piece, uh, one oh addition God. to the GTA series uh, that you like. It's got to be the multiplayer. The multiplayer? Yeah. Tell us a little about that real quick. Uh, it's a multiverse. Um, <laughs> well, what makes it good? I mean, tell, I mean, <laughs> I just, I just, I'm really impressed of how they managed to get like the entire city, like all in the multiplayer game. Right. It's like all open, and you can get, still go to the head, uh, the airport and get helicopters and things. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, I just think it's amazing how they managed to get it all going. So I thought it's going to be a really small, like Saints Row had that really small multiplayer, which is kind of fun, but it was like really small arenas. Right. I was kind of expecting that, but then they had like the whole city open. It's like wow, and you can still go and steal cars. You can still have the police after you, and it's just—it's just so much fun. Yeah, and, and um, you, you and I have been playing it quite a bit, and it seems like uh, Graham and I—we don't even really play the game to win in <laughs> multiplayer. We just usually just kind of screw around, and, and we have more fun doing that than I think we would if we actually took it serious. I think probably yeah. my favorite. Um, game that we had is when we went in and got both got on the moped and we're just driving around and, <laughs> and it, it was fun stuff so yeah i mean yeah. We, we usually just go and uh, try to grab the helicopters and uh, try to cause as much havoc as we can and we usually end up um, running into a building or something like that but yeah. it's a lot of fun there, there was that great moment when um there's like all these guys like having massive shootouts like four or five teams or something they're all having a massive shootout on this like uh freeway bit and we just come along in two separate cars and start running people over. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's like shooting each other, which is like running people over. So it's great. It is a lot of fun. So if, if you yeah. guys haven't picked it up yet, um, I know, James, that you're not a big fan of the series. Um, and truthfully, I never really was before this game. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Um, if, if only for the multiplayer. The multiplayer is a lot of fun, even if you don't really – if you're not that interested in, in playing the campaign – I, I think that it's worth a purchase just for the multiplayer alone. Yeah, I, I just have to say, I still think, single-player-wise, San Andreas had a much better single-player experience. Yeah. Just well, I, so I much more stuff to do, and like, the environment and stuff. It's just... Yeah, they cut loads of stuff out for GTA 4, which is annoying. But yeah. Hmm, okay. Well, you know, and since, yeah. since that's the only game I've pretty much been playing this week, I'll just skip myself and uh, stop the typing, Nathan. Thank no, you. James. Tell us what you've been <laughs> playing, bud. Uh, I've been playing just a couple of games. Um, <clears throat> the first one I won't really talk too much about because I think we talked about it in a last, like a previous nerdcast. But it's Call of Duty Four. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Most of been playing the. <laughs> yeah, Graham hates it. I've mostly been playing the uh, multiplayer though, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm playing with my brother. 
And uh, we actually convinced a friend of mine to, to pick up not only Call of Duty 4, but also PlayStation 3. Wow. Uh, so that's, that's, what we're, that's what we played it on. So he went on and got that. It's just been a lot of fun. We've been playing it basically for the past, like, four nights every night. And uh, uh, it's excellent, I would say, if you like first-person shooters to go get it. Now, how, now um, how did you um, and, convince your friend to, to get a PS3? Because I've been trying to get Graham to buy one for ages. And Well, yeah. It, it might be a little tough with Graham because you guys are so far away from each other, but basically what happened was I just invited my buddy over after work. He came over, and uh, he, he actually brought his PSP because he was playing some game on it, and um, I just threw in Call of Duty on PS3, and uh, over the course of, like, three or four multiplayer maps, he, he just sort of ended up putting the PSP down and watching Call of Duty. <laughs> and after about, like, the, the fourth or fifth... Uh, multiplayer game he, he was like yeah this is definitely this sold me this is a system seller man this is wow. a great oh game my God. So that's if it. i was going to get a playstation 3 i'd be to get a good game not call of duty 4 which sucks. <laughs> Graham, call oh. it. we won't have this argument but chris it's interesting you say what you just said about me getting a playstation 3 because i was actually looking around the shops the other day to get one and really? they're ridiculously expensive over here still i was looking at like getting a pre-owned one and um I wouldn't like, do that. The old like six, the old sixty gig one models are still three hundred and seventy five pounds. Good grief! And, yeah, and yeah, the normal, well. the normal forty gigabyte ones are two hundred and seventy five pre-owned. Oh, I told you I would buy one for you. Here, you'd buy one for me. I, I mean, I'm not gonna for pay for it. You're gonna hey, pay how, me. Are you gonna buy one uh, for me? I'll, I'll go purchase it for <laughs> you. That way, it'll be cheaper for you. I want one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, but he's in a different region. It's region free. The game's region free. It is. Yep. Although the Blu-ray movies the system aren't. region free? Yeah, the system's yeah. region free. It, the Blu-ray movies aren't. So that's the only thing. Yeah, I, I kind of, I was kind of thinking I might want to get the, have the Blu-ray as well. That's the thing. Yeah, but the thing is, you can always import American movies, though. Oh god! Just buy yeah, off Amazon. Yeah. It's worth it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking at getting one the other day. That's that's the point, and I, they're still way too expensive over here. Sony need to drop the European price or the UK price at least. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I anyway, think I think it's a good price. Yeah, worth it. <laughs> well, every six, euro or penny or pence. Six hundred dollars or something. It's still worth. What it, are you it? gonna buy on Blu-ray? What are you gonna buy on Blu-ray? Are you gonna buy Hitch on Blu-ray? <laughs> I mean, there's not that many good movies. There are a lot of good movies, and Blu-ray is the future. So I've started buying the movies. And I don't even have a Blu-ray player yet. Anyways, <laughs> yep. getting off topic. Right. Yeah, let's no, let's go back enough. to this. Um, James, there was another game you wanted to talk about. Yeah, well, I'll just mention it briefly and won't say much, but uh, it's a PSP import game, and it's, uh, I don't know if anyone's heard of it, it's called uh, Boku no Natsuyasumi, is the Japanese uh, title. Wait, and is that that, um, like, summer vacation Yes, yes it is. I've heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. It's, you don't really need to know too much Japanese to enjoy it, and uh, it's basically a story of, a like, a young Japanese kid, like, 10 years old or whatever, and... Uh, he, he's sent away to his, his uncle's or his grandfather's uh, house in the Japanese countryside. And the game is basically you running around, like, making friends with, with the other young kids and, like, collecting bugs and skipping stones. It's, it's really just, like, a peaceful, relaxing game. And, uh, Sounds fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game to let you live the childhood you were never allowed to have. You, you know what though? <laughs> Thanks, George. Yeah, you know what, those uh, those kind of games definitely um, have a place, at least in in my rotation, because you know it's fun to play the Call of Duty fours and the GTAs, 
Um, but, you know, it's also fun just to play those games that you can just kind of sit back, relax with. Um, you know, kind of like Animal yeah. Crossing. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that. Um, so, no, I, I definitely uh, can see why you're, you, you'd be interested in something like that. James, do you, uh, do you speak Japanese? Well, I speak a little bit. I only took, like, a couple semesters of it at UMass, but I, I know uh, uh, enough to kind of muddle my way through. Cool. Yeah, I took a couple years of Japanese here at UT. George. Yeah, you probably know a lot more than I do. George, George, George. Tell us what you've been playing. Yes. Nothing. <laughs> well, all right. That was quick. That was short. Yeah. That was, now, I, I played Yakuza for, like, one day, trying to replay it again, trying to get everything. Yeah. Like, you know, just to get fresh enough for the second one, but that's about it. Okay. That's, that's a smart idea. Go ahead and uh, start getting uh, back into the whole Yakuza universe again. I think I might have to do the same thing before you Oh, speaking it. of which, um, I actually got a copy of the movie. Really? Uh, uh, you know, there was a movie uh, directed by Takashi Miike, that famous Japanese director. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to watch that when I have time and write a review. Oh, that'd be fun. For the site. Cool. Yeah. Well, I want to watch that movie now. Is it all subtitles? Is it all just subs, or is it... Yeah, it's subtitled and stuff. Okay. Was it released here? No, it was never released nah, here. It's so never going to get released here. Import copy. If it was released here, it'd have, like, Vin Diesel playing the lead character or something stupid. It's just, <laughs> I can't I'd wait. rather than not ever do it. So, um... Have a... <laughs> lastly, Damn. Nathan, have you been playing anything? Uh, not really, like, since I was busy with finals and all that, but when I have time, I'm still playing Team Fortress 2, which is still one of my favorite shooters ever. And I'm looking forward to playing GTA 4 now that I have a lot of free time. So I'll be playing with you guys. Sweet. Woohoo! Be fun. Okay, great. That's what we've been playing. Um, James, you wanna you wanna take us into the newsstand? <clears throat> yeah, sure. <clears throat> so basically, the big news, as anyone has all said, is uh, that very recently Sega had their Gamers Day. Um, you know, I don't know what you call it, Expo or something. And uh, a lot of a lot of news came out that that people didn't know about and. Um, so basically, uh, if you've been following the site, you'll know what's going on. I just want to ask you guys, uh, each person, what was your the, the, the uh, bit of news that came out that was the most exciting for you? Like, what what was the thing that got you the most pumped up? Hmm. Uh, Chris, do you have any? Um, offhand, I think uh, one of the the most exciting, I guess, for me personally, is just that um, Valkyria Chronicles is going to have. Um, you'll be able to use either the English or Japanese. Um, uh, dubs, that's kind of kind of cool. Uh, I think uh, that was a good move on Sega's part because that's something that a lot of um, a lot of the more hardcore Sega fans have been wanting. Um, it's also interesting to see that uh, a Golden Axe sequel is already in the works. Uh, it's kind of a curious move on Sega's part. I guess they're really um, planning that this is going to be a, a franchise that they really want to start pushing um, forward. So. That's kind of a cool thing. Um, you know, I was just kind of overall a little disappointed that there wasn't more, uh, you know, big news coming out. No no new uh, real um, announcement for new franchises or anything like that. But, um, yeah, so that's that's what I got. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, George is going to talk about that a little bit a little bit later on. But uh, Chris, or, I mean, uh, sorry, Graham or Nathan, uh, anything, anything uh, from the show that stands out in your mind? Um, I, I'm kind of annoyed about one thing. I'm annoyed and, by uh, Nathan uh, continuing to type very loud. 
Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Graham. Right. Graham, what, what were you saying? Yeah, I, I was kind of annoyed about one little thing, which is um, when that Sega... Well, it seems this way. I don't know. George could probably may confirm this or not. But when Sega started talking about Sonic Chronicles at their show, they didn't mention Sega Nerds. What's going on no, there? They Come didn't. on. They're integral to that game. It, I should I should have said hey I should have said hey look here you fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's weird is that every pre- preview that I've read about the game, they never ever talk about the Zoa in it at all. Uh, well, to be, like, to, be to be fair, we still don't know anything about them besides the fact that we named them. So yeah, but that's, I, that's part of the game. Yeah, people have been playing the game though. I mean, people have been playing. Uh, build George, the is the amount of time that you played, was the Zoa even mentioned at all, like in the intro? Uh, no. Not that I yeah, saw. It's something that's going to be introduced later, so I think they're just trying to keep it, like, I don't know, undercover as far as the story goes. I think maybe we might see some more stuff at E3, you think? Probably. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah, well, how about um, we talk yeah. to the guy who was there? George, you know... Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you shed some light? Well, I'm not going to talk about the event because I'm not allowed to, but uh, I'll talk about the event. Oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. What? <laughs> uh, um, they, it was just like a big cock tease for E3, basically. They're all like, they would show us the game and they'd be all like, well, we're going to play it, but if you come to E3, you could play it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for playing the game for me. That's cool. That's almost like going like over said, to your friend's house to play a video game as a kid and him not letting you play. That's basically what Sega did to me the whole time. <laughs> I was like, I was kind of excited because I wanted to play Golden Axe, and they're like, well, you could see us play it, but at E3 you could play it, and I'm like, why can't they just let us play here? Yeah. Why do they go to E3? I wonder what, what, why, why would they would do that? I mean, if they're playing they the game. They have to put together a demo build or whatever, and it's probably, you know, I don't know, it might be too early. I just might be giving them too much credit, but. I don't know. But that's something that's not just, um, you know, solely Sega doing that. That's something that publishers do um, throughout the gaming industry and, and developers. They do that. But um, I don't know. I guess it's it maybe may- it was just a time issue. Like, were they strapped for time, George? Were they rushing you through the events and stuff? Uh, they gave us each like a certain amount of time on each booth. Then after everything, they just let us hang around and do whatever we wanted. Hmm. But we couldn't play Golden Axe still, so I tried. <laughs> So I'm sure a lot of the, the Sega rep stole the controller. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of the big uh, industry heavyweights are out there from the journalism side. Uh, so can you kind of tell us a little bit uh, who who you all noticed? Uh, I noticed a guy from X Play. That's about it. And I noticed uh, Game Tap and uh, a couple other companies were there. A bunch of fucking jerks, anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> any any actually um, individuals that you noticed though? Because yeah, Sessler was there. Um, yeah. But anyone else? Yeah. That's, uh, um, there was a, I remember one of the guys from EGM that does the previews and review guy. Um, the Asian guy, not the, not, not the main guy that quit the other, some other guy. Uh, but I don't read, I don't really read that magazine. Oh, so okay. I just know that he was from that magazine. Okay. And that was a pretty sleazy event. <laughs> sleazy? Oh, yeah. The, hookers? hookers and blow? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was. So can you uh, just kind of um, real quick just kind of walk us through? Um, I know you talked a little bit about how the demos and, and that thing, but, you know, walk us through from the beginning to the end, you know, as, as quick as you can. Uh, the whole thing? 
Yeah, just well, um, just kind of give us a brief rundown on you know they bring you there, and uh, you know what happens you know right when you got in and, and that kind of stuff. Well, I had to talk. To, I had to call the PR person to let me in. Well, they were supposed to sign us up, but he was supposed to let us in. But he's all just walk in. So I walked in, and there was like this Asian guy with like a like a butler kind of looking guy, and I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> so I asked him, uh, "Where's the event?" And the guy goes, "Oh." You never been here before? And I was like, no. So he walked me all the, way, all the way to the elevator and told me to take to the sixth floor. And then we had to go, and then they made us sign the embargo and then pick a color. And then of, uh, <laughs> what do you mean pick a, a color? Yeah, like the, the, the wristband. Didn't you, you read know, his I, post? Yeah. Didn't you yeah. Post? <laughs> Maybe I didn't get to that one. But what was the significance of that? They were going to divide us into groups with each color band. Ah, okay. They, and then they had all these colors up, and I and I it chose pink. And the, guy's like, and the guy's like, "You can't get pink." And I'm I was like, "Why is it in the on the counter?" And then Why did like, you want pink? Because I wanted pink. It was on the counter. I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> what was? Why couldn't you get pink? Because it was reserved or something. Mm. For who? I probably some jerks. <laughs> who was I in your know, group? I didn't say. Uh. I think the guy from IGN was on my group because – oh, no. Wait up. One site because everything that I posted was almost the same thing he posted. And <laughs> not every other site got the same stuff. Like I – I forgot what site. Hmm. Fuck them. Who cares? You didn't talk to the guys you were with? No, I didn't talk to them. They all – fuck off. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're a big jerk. Did anyone, um, did anyone actually notice or did – did you talk to anyone that, you know, that kind of asked what site you were from or did you guys have name tags? And I'm just kind of interested in seeing oh. if anyone really even heard of Siganers before. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some of the guys talked about it saying that, like, they seen the name pop up on other sites that weren't Sega related. And I wonder what that was about. But hmm. probably because of that uh, naming contest we won. Yeah, that kind of got around a little bit. So, you know, that's always cool. That's always something I'm always interested in when Graham uh, usually goes to the events. Like, that's one of the first questions I always ask is, you know, who's heard of us and, and that kind of stuff. It's just one of those things where I just... They, they, wanted, our, they wanted our card, but I didn't have a card. That, oh, that's I what, should have sent I, you some or something. I still have a bunch from the last event I went to. <laughs> Called Nathan Swee from Sega Nerds. <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> not? Yeah. Smooth move on that one. Um... One thing I wanted to ask you, George, um, since this this was your first industry event, really, right? Yeah. Okay. Can you um, tell us, uh, you know, a few things that, you know, happened at the event that may have surprised you, or um, something that you know maybe you just not might you not uh, expected, you know, going in. Uh, Sega serving uh, meat on a stick. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> they served like meat oh, on a stick. Oh, that sounds dirty. And I was like. What? Why are they serving meat on a stick? It was like ham, but... And I was like, that's not very vegetarian-friendly. And then I looked <laughs> on the side, and they have fruit fruit and vegetables on the stick, too. And I was like... That was good. <laughs> you should have been there, Graham. <laughs> this is transport. Come on. Wait, so you got something against food, George? What the hell? No, I don't have anything against food. I just, you just weren't expecting weird. it. I, I just wasn't expecting stuff on a stick. You only <laughs> read about that in books. <laughs> So, anything else? Um, I guess I wasn't that surprised. Stop I was giggling. Um, Sorry. 
besides the PR guy telling us about telling us the ending of Golden Axe, uh, and then um, telling us there was gonna be a sequel, that was kind of surprising. Yeah. Because everybody was was being all like, hey, "You can't talk about this." And there's other guys like telling us everything in the game. He's like, "In the oh, this is what happens in the end, guys." Like, As everyone groans, like, "Thanks, asshole." That's funny. He's like, "He's like, don't buy the game. I'll tell you what happens." <laughs> Better yet, let me show you the ending. I'll play it real quick. Let me just play the whole game. It's only like 20 minutes long. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, well, um, so overall, you you enjoyed it, and what what was um, you know, your impressions, um, just overall how Sega did during the day? You say it was a pretty good show. Um, well, it didn't have announcements. Besides that, it was pretty good. No announcements. No, well, they didn't have any new game announcements. That was kind of disappointing, but well, I mean, it, I guess that, they kind of did with uh, the new Golden Axe, right? Golden Axe Two. True, I guess they had that, but I didn't really care about Golden Axe to be honest. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping they had uh, the the new horror game they were supposed to release and that Alien RPG. But yeah, mm, a lot of people yeah. were hoping for that. But you know what? It seems like Sega's still holding a lot of stuff, like you said, to E3. So yeah, we'll probably just have to wait. And when is E3, by the way? Is June 8th, isn't it June 18th or something? Yeah, like uh, a month from now, I think. Sweet. So, hmm. I might try and go. Really? To E3? Let's, let's, see, let's see if I can go. Okay. Like well, you know what? I think, um, we'll be able to, I think we'll be able to easily get George back in there. He did such a good job um, yeah. you know, covering the event. I don't think it'll be that hard. So maybe, hey, maybe we'll see if we can get both of you guys in. That probably won't be, won't That'd be, be too exciting. hard. I'll let George do all the work. <laughs> yeah. Good. I was just going to play games. Nice. Um, okay, so Sega Gamers Day was a success from our side of things. We were able, finally able to get in there um, and get some pretty good coverage, I think. And I think our readers were happy with um, what we gave them. Um, now, let's talk about an event earlier in the week. Uh, Graham, you touched on it earlier when uh, you went to the event where Sega announced their deal with Platinum Games. Can you kind of talk us through that and uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, event. sure. Yeah, um, well, before I even went, um, the guy at the Sega rep I was talking to, he didn't actually tell me anything about the event. It was like a massive secret. So, like, I had no idea what I was going in for. Um, all I knew is, like, some sort of press event, and it's like a kind of semi-big announcement. And, uh, yeah, then they announced, like, Platinum Games. And to be honest, I was like, who the head of Platinum Games? And then they started showing all these um, old games they made, which, like, the guy who the guys made, and... Uh, they're, like, showing Akami and, like, Resident Evil and stuff. And I was like, ah. And then, like, the guys came up. And they sort of announced it. Like, yeah, these guys who used to be in, like, Clover. But now they started up Passion Games, which only started up last year or something. And, uh, yeah, and then they basically, um, yeah, actually, I'll tell you a bit about, like, the, the rooms. It's, like, a really fancy, like, uh, restaurant kind of place we were in. It wasn't, like, in Sega HQ or anything. It's, mm-hmm. like, a it's like kind of restaurant sort of function area. And it's, like, really trendy. Do they serve meat on like, a stick? The room we, yeah, meat on a stick, did they? <laughs> they to be honest, I actually think they did. Yeah. <laughs> they, had lo- they, had lots of, they had lots of random foods, and I think there was something on the stick. Yeah, there was, because I, I poked my mouth with it. <laughs> the uh, stick was really sharp. That's what she said. Friend in Sega. Graham knows all about poking his mouth with sticks. <laughs> oh! Okay, so... Um, anyway. 
So there was there was um, four games that they said they're gonna they're gonna make right, but they only yeah. announced the names of three. Is that correct? Yeah, they they said the fourth one they're going to keep under wraps for now. But um, Sega have signed the deal for four games right now with with Platinum Games, and uh, yeah, they um they started off show, just showing um, a clip of um, Bayonetta, which is the one which has been posted on the site now. It's just that CG clip. Mm-hmm. And they basically said, we haven't got any gameplay footage to show you guys yet. But um, they went into, they sort of spoke a bit about it. And they said how she's a witch and she's got guns. She obviously holds two guns. So she's got guns in her shoes. And it's almost like the heel of her shoe is like a gun. And like they showed her like her kicking on the, the angels and um, the gun going off as well. So kind of like a double whammy kind of effect. And uh, yeah, she's like a witch and she's fighting these angels. But they didn't really go into much detail about that. So, it looks a lot like a Devil May Cry type of game. Yeah, I think well, I think the guy behind it is the guy who originally came up with Devil May Cry. Yeah, so it definitely looks a lot like it, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, and um, they're, they're saying, though they haven't shown us any spells yet, they're going to have big, massive spells, apparently, like to go with her whole witch status and everything. I was kind of thinking of Bullet Witch when I first saw the game, because um, I don't know if any of you guys played that. No. Nope. On the 360, and I think it's just on the 360, actually, yeah. But um, that's like a, a witch who runs around with a massive gun, and um, she can wield spells. And I, I'm kind of hoping they use spells that are on the same scale as Bullet Witch, because in Bullet Witch, you, like, you're fighting in a city and stuff at one point, and one of your spells is sending meteorites down, and all these meteors come down, and they actually take down entire buildings and stuff. And like, So you're standing in like, the city, and all the buildings are falling around you, and like all this rubble falling on your head and stuff, and it's pretty cool. You're actually doing it, so I'm kind of hoping in Bayonetta they do something on the same sort of scale as that, like big, big spells. Cool. Yeah. Infinite um, Line. Infinite Line. Yeah, they showed us some sort of footage of this, but it wasn't um, any in-game. Well, it's sort of in-game, but it wasn't finished. Um, they showed us some sort of menu screens, and then they showed some sort of wireframe effects of some of the ships, mm-hmm. but there wasn't really much detail. They basically, they basically went. They basically told us what the game's sort of going to be like. They, they they almost compared it to, like, playing Star Trek, basically. They said, you can be like Captain Kirk, kind of, like, um, commanding your whole own ship. You get to choose. You get, like, over 200 characters or something, and you can actually choose what their individual jobs are on the ships. So you can actually pick the engineers and what have you, and you can um, you can customise your ship or something. You can upgrade it and, like, um, choose whatever components you want and things. And they said there's going to be um, two big galaxies you can explore between. Um, like travel freely between or something, so it sounds right. pretty good, especially for a DS game. Sounds pretty impressive. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that was the one for the DS. That's right. Yeah. Huh. So, wh- what kind of a game is it? It's um, it's a space RPG, as far as I can tell. An RPG. Yeah, because um, you get to like fly around and like go to planets and stuff. I'm not sure if you can actually get out and go on the planets, but they did say you could go to planets, so maybe you can get out of the ship or something. I'm kind of thinking of um, like a mini version of Mass Effect. That's what it sort of kind of sounds like to me. That's pretty of an uh, epic, you know, game. I don't know how well the the DS can handle something on that yeah, scale. Um, so what were the graphics like? Were they 3D or what? They were the images they showed were 3D ships, but they were wireframe models right now. So oh, just models. Oh. Yeah, couldn't really tell. Did they show you any art or anything? Uh, I think so. They basically played like a really short video thing, which sort of flicked between different screens. And I saw a menu screen, and a menu focused on like the model ship thing that was like playing around. And, and you didn't get to post it, that video up with your thing, did you? No, the Sega didn't actually send me the video. They said um, they're not going to release it or something. 
So, I guess wireframe ships aren't that <laughs> impressive. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I think they're going to wait until they've actually got okay. something substantial to show people. Well, that's cool, yeah. Um, and, and yeah. the last one is probably the one everyone's most excited for. It's the, the violently um, sick Mad World, right? Yeah, that, that looks so cool. This this one was really good because um, they showed us a video of it, uh, like the, which is the video we've actually got on the side, which shows like a trailer of um, a couple of moves and stuff they do, like when he th- throws a guy onto like, some spikes on the wall and stuff and everything. But... Then one of the developer guys actually came up and started playing on it, and um, it's like they had um, like two really massive like HD TVs, and then it's also projected around the walls as well. And, like up by like there's like ten projectors or something around the wall, so you could like everywhere you look, you could basically see this guy playing the game, and um, it looked pretty damn cool actually. Like um, I'm not, they didn't really explain a huge amount of like the story or anything, but it sounded like. Um, there's like an announcer in the background or something because every time you like did a move or something, you heard like the announcer shout out. Like, ooh, look at that sort of thing. Oh, that's you know? cool. So I'm kind of wondering. I'm wondering if it's like meant to be sort of some sort of game show, like in the future or something. Nice. But they didn't actually say that. But it was in the video, in the when he was actually playing, it was like pretty cool. Cause like, um, he's showing off a few of the moves that weren't shown in the um, trailer. And one of them is, um, you know, basically he picks up this guy and throws him into a dumpster, and um, he sort of hits his head and a bit of blood comes out. But he like, starts to stagger up and try and climb out the dumpster. And as he's climbing out the dumpster, he picks up another like bad guy, throws him in the same dumpster. As the guy hits the back of the dumpster, the lid comes down and cuts the first guy in half. Oh, nice! <laughs> it's pretty sweet. And and then it shows him like um, grabbing a, a signpost and shoving that through a guy's head and things. And now, now one yeah, of the it looks pretty damn fun. <laughs> one of the um, the big things aside from the game's violence and that it's actually going to be on the Nintendo Wii, which is kind of ama- amazing in it of itself. Um, it's the the art style and the the coloring of the world. It's it's basically all um, black and white. Um, everything yeah. aside from the blood. Is that right? What, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, they. Um, well, they they actually said that, uh, the the whole point of it is like have like a unique kind of uh, comicy kind of style violence to the game. So they didn't want to make it look too real, but they also wanted to emphasize that it is violent and like they wanted to show the blood. So they thought that like the whole black and white comic book style would be good, and like the blood would like really show it off really well how violent it is and they said it's almost like you could paint the screen with red with the blood because like apparently, like the blood, apparently the blood stays and everything so like when you're smashing people around you can you can fill up the screen with blood and everything like uh and it, it's pretty cool i have to say it looks a lot like uh sin city if you guys watch that movie yeah. or yeah any of the comics it looks a lot like it like high contrast black and white dark shadowing now that, yeah. my only i'm sorry go ahead Oh, I just said I think I think that was the point of the whole art style. Yeah, being like I think I think they might be influenced by it. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an influence if you just look at it. Yeah. My my concern though with Mad World is I hope it's not just going to be. Um, it's I hope the gameplay isn't going to be very similar to The Incredible Hulk. You know where with with, with just more blood. You know what I mean? In a different. It actually looks closer to like Manhunt to me, at least like thematically. Yeah, it just seems like a, a big guy running right around, now. just like tearing shit up. And so, yeah, well, the Hulk is a little crazier than that. Hmm, yeah. yeah, so you can like jump and run up buildings. So. Hey, Graham, I had a question about Mad World. Like, why do you say that that was the most like well received at the event? Is it because it was the most? Uh, is it the furthest along in development? Because I actually thought Bayonetta looked cooler. Um, well, well Bayonetta think, didn't show gameplay though. It was just it was, yeah. Ma- the fact that yeah, so is that the thing? Is Mad, Mad World like the most I th- far along? 
I think so. They didn't actually say if it was or not, but I'm, I'm going to assume it is, the fact they've actually got gameplay up okay. and running and everything. Because so, they basically said, for Bayonetta, they said, we haven't got any gameplay to show you at this time. But okay. Same with Infinite Line. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, so did... did um, I can't remember. Did the video on the website show man darts? Show what? No, man darts. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they showed us like that. You got the main core gameplay where you actually go around like killing things, as far as I'm aware. But you also they showed you they showed us one of the um, bonus games, like mini games that come along. And like he was actually in the middle of like a level, like killing people, and then he actually went up to this like weird sign thing, like lever, and I like, pulled it, and then it came up um, with, like this big like. Um, like signboard thing, and it, it went basically went into a mini game, and it was called Man Darts, and like he's got a massive dartboard like ahead of him, like really really big, like, like thirty foot tall or something crazy, and and they, then the enemy starts staggering towards him, and he's got a massive club, and he just starts hitting them as hard as he can, and then he scores points where they land on the dartboard ahead of him. Oh, and, like, nice. I see them like, just, like fly off into a distance and splat on the dartboard. And oh, that sounds funny. It did look really cool, and they said there's going to be uh, quite a few like mini games to play and stuff. You know what's frustrating? Man, that sounds like what your mom plays every Thursday night. You, you know what's frustrating though is that it seems like um, the direction with the Nintendo Wii for for a lot of these games, like Mad World, it seems like it would be a game that would lend itself possibly really cool for like an online multiplayer. But it seems like now what they're doing with the Wii is just they're saying, oh, let's just give them you know a bunch of mini games as a bonus, and that's you know that's what we get aside from the main game. We don't get online. You know, co-op or multiplayer, we get you know a bunch of mini games. That Graham is uh, Mad World gonna use motion controls? Yeah, it does use motion controls. Okay. Is it actually use? Is it like um? I don't. Know, I forgot to mention one important thing. The guy's actually got a chainsaw like attached to his arm, a bit oh. like the Evil Dead movies. He's kind of got like a chainsaw on his arm, and um, that when he's playing, he uses the Wii mode like a chainsaw. Like he brings it up and then slices it down and cuts into the enemy, like with the Wii mode, and that's what they did with the chainsaw at the same time. I don't oh. know how. Don't know if it's going to replicate your Wiimote movements exactly. Probably won't. But but he was using the Wiimote, and like when he's hitting people and using the man darts, he's swinging the Wiimote like a club as well. Oh, okay, that's cool. cool. So yeah, he's using Wii like remote controls. Yeah. Okay. Um. So okay, so you went to the event, you got it covered, and there was there was an embargo for this event as well, right? Yeah, and it, um, it was on the mon- we was, the event was on the Monday, and the embargo for UK people was till Wednesday at 4 p.m. Now, now th- um, did they say why they wanted to have an embargo on this? Did they ever give a justification? Appara- apparently, it was also going to be announced at Sega Day- Gamers Day as well or something. Uh, well, then that's why I didn't get to see it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Eurogamer really screwed <laughs> up. Yeah, they... Yeah, they um, yeah, basically, um, that's, well, that's what I was told, because they said they're going to show it on, say, Gamers Day on, on the Wednesday, and our time or something was going to be about the time they're going to start showing it on, say, Gamers Day or something. So it's going to have, like, a worldwide... The embargo's, like, worldwide, so whatever time zone you're in, it should have lifted it all exactly the same time. Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I can kind of understand that and then now. Eurogamer decided to go and cock things up. But yeah, so tell us a little bit about the backlash, um, you know, because you, you were talking with, I know you were talking with um, uh, some of your contacts at Sega Europe quite a bit um, throughout the week, so um, can you kind of give us some insight on that? Well, they didn't really tell me much. I sort of asked, like, what the hell's going to happen? And the guy I was speaking to sort of said he hopes Eurogamer gets punished because he wasn't actually in charge of, like, 
deeming out punishment or anything. He was literally he was trying to take down like all the um, YouTube videos and like game trader videos and stuff, and uh, basically trying to stop the main websites from, like posting all this stuff so up. They leaked the video too. Yeah, because um, yeah, Eurogamer managed to do like a live feed or something and managed to get some of the uh, video off it. Wow, they set all that up and they didn't notice. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't understand how they did it. It almost looked like it was like almost like a cell phone like video is is what it looked uh, like to me. Yeah, but how did he stream that then? Are you sure they're really streaming it? Well, that's what. Well, I, I'm not sure, but that's what the Sega guy said. He said apparently they were streaming at exactly the same time because you know when you because um, Chris actually posted up about the planning games thing um, when I was actually still at the event. Are you serious? Yeah, because yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wrote about it, but I, I didn't know that that was. Because, like Graham said, we had no idea what this event was gonna, um, what this event was gonna be about. So I had, no, you know, had I known that, I would have known that it was under an embargo, and I would have known not to write about it. So I went ahead yeah, and, that... and wrote it and posted it up. I didn't know that you were still there, though. Wow. Yeah, because um, I, I actually spoke to one of the guys about that, and he said, "Don't worry, we know that you like no one else on the site knew about it. I mean, I didn't even know about it, so." They, they, guy like, they knew that you knew that I was going to an event, but... But, it's like, all the other big blogs and stuff weren't there, like, because then they were reporting on the rumors, too, and, like, oh, we're getting a rumor or whatever. They weren't actually there that, to read about it? Um, there were as far as I'm aware, there were some sites there, but some of the bigger blogs weren't, because Kotaku and Joystick were both invited, but they didn't turn up. Uh, they oh. couldn't come something. Because Kotaku yeah, meant to go to the Sake Gamers Day or something like that. Oh, because, yeah, I remember Kotaku, like, posted that up, and they're like, oh, we got a rumor about this. So I was like, yeah. if they were there, then they would know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they were there. Um, who um, who uh, all was yeah. there that, uh, you know, I asked George the same question, but what other uh, outlets were there that you noticed? Outlets? Uh, I have no idea. There was a lot of European, like, people. I kept hearing, are oh, there some Japanese there as well? And... Um, like, uh, there's lots of, basically lots of people I can understand the language. <laughs> so I'm not sure who's there. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you weren't uh, having a, in, in kind of a, a social mood that night? You weren't talking to a lot of people there? Well, you, you told me you were hanging out with a lot of the state. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, one, the state, main Sega rep um, who I was in contact with, he actually sort of took me there and everything. And, um, yeah, we're basically just talking together, like drinking a bit, because they had free alcohol and stuff there, which is very nice for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell. Oh, uh, I actually shared an elevator with Mike Hayes. I didn't realise it at the time. He's the head of Sega Europe. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, and then, then, then like, um, he sort of walked off and everything, and then when the Sega guy just turned to me and went, you know where that was, like, the head of Sega Europe? And I was just in the game. Oh, <laughs> I could have made a good impression while I'm just standing there like an idiot. As Grant farted oh. in the elevator. <laughs> you know, you could have just uh, you could have just stopped the, the, the elevator like right then, like no one's leaving, and then you, that's when you like demand all the you know like Shinmu and you know everything else that we really want. Say so you will do this, or you will not leave. That would be that would be yeah, that would be like the most epic thing you could have ever done is held him hostage, demanding a video game. That would be the craziest thing ever. Yeah, and then you see, like, video games cause violence and stuff breaking out in the news and everything. That's what happened. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so overall, uh, what was your, your, your most um, impressive game there? What was the game you liked the most? Um, probably Mad World, just because you've got to see more of it. But yeah. I am very interested in Bayonetta. Oh, actually, I'm interested in Infinite Line as well. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. 
Yeah. I think they all sound cool, to be honest. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about all of them. Yeah. I hate them all, I think. They all sound awful. <laughs> now, I want to ask you guys this real quick. Um, what do you think the chances are of the uh, Gary Jules uh, Mad World song being some it somewhat uh, involved in, in the Mad World's um, existence? Uh. You think they'll they'll try to use that, or not. do you think it's like, oh, Gears of War already did it. Let's let's stay away. From I don't it. know or care. Honestly, <laughs> they should use the Tears for Fears version. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be quite good, actually. Yeah. But yeah, Clover was like one of my favorite development studios from last generation. Like I thought everything they did was gold. So I'm really really excited that Sega's publishing their games now. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Sure. Why yeah, do they have a shi- Why do they have a shitty name? <laughs> Platinum Games sounds like a shitty name for a company. Like, no. I don't know. They're Japanese. Uh, actually, you might be able to ask them, because we're hoping to set up an interview with all the guys uh, yeah. making the games. So we could ask them. Are they all Japanese? Yes. Yeah, yes, they are. What... How are we going to talk to them? Sh- they have English translators. They have a translator. You're Asian, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half Chinese, half Korean. No, that would, be, that would be an interesting, um, I guess, question to ask them, you know, what what was their inspiration for their name? Because Clover Studios is such kind of a unique name, you know what you know, and then they go to something that's a lot more generic sounding. But I remember they went to C's. What happened to that name? Um, they merged, or they they I, I can't remember. I, I think they merged. I, I wrote it in that original who? post. Yeah, they they merged with another company, and then that's when they formed Platinum Games. So who did they merge with? I can't remember. But the, they, Platinum Games has a lot of the big, big names from Capcom's glory days, right? Yeah, I mean Resident Evil Four, uh, the Resident Evil guy, uh, one of one of those guys are in there. Um, like Graham said earlier, uh, Devil May Cry. Then you got you know people who are working on Beautiful Joe, Okami, um, God Hand. So I mean these guys. Oh, and the last fourth game that they didn't announce or whatever, it's going to be uh, led by Shinji Mikami, right? The guy who created Resident Evil. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's right, yeah. Nice, nice. wow. That's awesome. Okay. You um, need to buy that studio now. <laughs> yeah, they should. That's one thing I was saying, though. Um, real quick, I'll say this. Um, I think Clover Studios games, they've always been really well. Um, they've been great games, but they haven't ever sold extremely well. So I think it might be a, the best move on Sega's part just to say, okay, we'll publish these games. Let's take a look at you know how they, they do, and then... You know, if they're interested, you know, take a look at buying them at that time. Because there's no guarantee these games are going to sell uh, well. And, uh, you know, if... Well, if you don't take a risk and then they do sell well, some other company will buy them like EA. Well, the thing is, I think if if they do uh, sell really well, what it would just do is drive the, the, you know, selling point up a lot. Um, Which is, it's a gamble, but I think right now Sega's not in the financial state to go and make a big move like that um, you know and have it backfire on them I think it's Capcom's fault that Clover didn't do well as a studio you think so? yeah I mean if you looked at what happened last generation and then like towards the end of the studio's life before they got shut down and all that I don't know Capcom just didn't handle it very well I think Hmm. yeah that was just a whole um, series of unfortunate happenings yeah, I was really pissed when I found out Clover was going down because I was looking forward to their next games or whatever. But, yeah, so I'm really glad that Sega's publishing their stuff now. Okay, nice. Um, well, let's move on. Uh, oh, to... just, just, just for your reference, they, Seeds merged with ODD. 
And that's when they became Platinum Games. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Who's ODD? I have no idea. I just went to Wikipedia. Yeah, you know me. It says Seize Birds with ODD. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, that was That's horrible. my chaser name. <laughs> okay, um... Our last piece of news, real quick, uh, we won't stay too long on this, is um, Fantasy Star Portable is allowing character transfers from your Fantasy Star Universe game. So that's kind of a neat uh, little um, addition um, that Sega's putting in. Apparently, though, that you only can bring in characters with a level of um, a maximum of uh, level 20. Um, you can only transfer. Wait, does it mean you can only transfer any characters level 20 or lower, that's or like if you transfer your character in, it'll cap him at? That's 20. that's the thing right now. There's that they didn't really clarify that because I was wondering the same thing. Um, so hopefully it'll just cap him at level 20 because you know if you have a really high level character you spend a lot of time on, you know you don't want to go back. I mean you're going to basically just have to restart the game anyway, so there's no point in even transferring yeah. someone over. So hopefully, you know, they'll just add, you know, something into where it'll just, you know, bump them down to level 20. You can only transfer over 10,000 Meseta, and the Silicon Era article, they originally said that you could transfer over uh, your uh, equipped items, but apparently that was a translation error, and it said that you can't <laughs> do that. So you can't transfer over any equipment. And... Um, but one one other cool thing is that the PS2 and PC versions, they're going to have some downloadable missions at some point in the future where uh, you'll be able to p- play alongside one of the characters in PSP um, called Vivian. And uh, that's kind of how it's, it's going to kind of connect both of the games. And from what Silicon Arrow was saying, that is, I, I, w- I want to say that this one's like 10 years um, I don't. I can't remember which one, but they're ten years apart, basically. So it's not not that long. And, but I don't know if if PSP is, um, you know, ahead of PSU or if it's behind. I can't. I can't remember. Um, but yeah. So how does um how does this affect um, your interest in in Fantasy Star Portable, guys? James, why don't you why don't you tell Nothing. us? Nothing. Uh. Well. Basically, I I think I wanted to bring that over to the U.S or the the West uh, as a whole, mm-hmm. because I just, I, I kind of like, uh, I, I didn't really play PSU, but I liked Fantasy Star Online a lot, and I'm kind of just, I guess I'm just nostalgic about that game. So if they brought it over, I'd definitely buy it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how much I'd enjoy it, because as we've said on Sega Nerds quite a bit, um, apparently there's no actual online play. It's just uh, right. like uh, ad hoc. Uh, from PSP to PSP, so it's kind of uh, a letdown, but I'd probably still get it. This this news doesn't really affect me at all, uh, because as I said, I never really even played. I played Fantasy Star Universe for about 30 minutes, and then I don't know what happened. I got, got caught up in other games or whatever, but yeah, I didn't play it that much, so I have no character. <laughs> okay, mm. nice. Okay, um, anyone else have any insight that they want to throw in there? Um, uh, oh, go ahead, I, George. Um, no, I don't want the game. It sounds stupid. <laughs> it sounds a half-ass, to be honest. Well, you know what, though? Yeah, Japan is just, they're just not that, um, online, you know, centric. It seems like they... They have, like, just the market and what, uh, what they want over there is completely different to the one over here. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the people over in Japan would eat this kind of shit up, but... I think they would. Over here, it doesn't sound that interesting, yeah. honestly. I agree like, with that. Uh, yeah, like, as far in Japan, like, the whole portable gaming thing and multiplayer, like, local, 
is huge over there. Like that's right. the reason Pokemon's so successful. Yeah. The like the game was designed for that. That's the same um, thing with, with the, the, the game Monster Boys Hunter the games, games too. The tables. Yeah, and the Monster Hunter games. Like they love portable gaming. They love portable multiplayer local gaming. So uh, this is probably the kind of thing that they'd like. But like personally, I don't really care too much about playing Fantasy Star on the PSP. Like I oh, and speaking of in related news, uh, Fantasy Star Universe is now free for three weeks as. George posted on the site earlier. Yes, Only for the awesome PC or news. PS2 versions, which yes. I don't own. Yeah. Well, well, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. You're missing out on the better version, you dumbass. How many times? You, you know what? I think I think my actual um, account is still on though, so I could probably go play it's, it whenever. It's I want. for any uh, any previous accounts. You can't make a new account and play free. But if you had any previous account before, you can play for free until uh, June sixth. So I'm definitely going to get back into that, George. You and me need to hook up inside and play some. Well, yeah. We'll do more than just hook up. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. All right. Um, so yeah. let's, uh, let's, let's put a, a lid on the newsstand. Um, now we're going to introduce uh, a new feature. It's going to be called uh, Name That Tune. <laughs> wow. And uh, basically what we're going to be doing is uh, I'm going to play about a 10 or 15 second clip of a game published on a Sega console or developed and published by Sega itself. And what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to play it for the rest of the uh, the guys on the Nerdcast, um, and you, you'll be able to play at home, too. And uh, I'm going to see how well they know their Sega games. Um, now, how this is going to work is we're going to have five rounds, um, and they're each going to get progressively harder. Um, I'm going to go around and get, give each person a, a chance to answer, but if you know someone gets it right, we're just going to go on to the next round. Um, but here's the, uh, here's, here's the catch. If there's a round where none of our guys can answer, um, correctly, what we're going to do is we're going to have a contest and where the listeners can email us what they think the correct name of the game is. And we'll, we're going to put it in a drawing to win, uh, the, a copy of the Incredible Hulk when it ships next month in June. So I thought it was Iron Man. No. Yeah, but that game sucks. Yeah, no, we won't do that to him. No, this is going to be the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I would. I, I don't think anyone would email us then. The Incredible Hulk <laughs> still has a chance of being really good. Um, so yeah, okay. So you guys ready for this then, huh? I'm ready. Right. I'm so ready. Okay, we're gonna start. We're gonna Graham. You're gonna be the the first one who has the chance to uh, to do this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Here we go. I know it. Wait. Okay. Graham? I recognize it. Jesus Christ. Oh my it's, god. I'll give you five seconds. Can you play one more? Can you play no, again? no, five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. I have no idea. No? Okay. Fantasy Star. No. Alright, Nathan? No, let somebody else take it. Okay, well, okay, uh, James. I don't know what that was. No? Okay, George? No. I, I didn't know what that was either. Wow, okay. Nathan. Wow, we suck. Save the day. Wow, I suddenly had a brain fart. Oh, my God. This is the first one. This was the easiest one. Wait. No, I know what it is, though, but now it just it dropped right, out of my head. I'll play real quick. Oh, yeah, it's Echo the Dolphin. Oh, congratulations. Oh, yeah, bloody hell. Oh, I hate dolphins. They're fucking stupid. 
Okay. George, you need everything. Damn. James. I do. I'm, I'm worse than James. This, this, is, this one's yours, James. All right? All right. You ready for yeah. this one? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. God, <laughs> these are easy. That was some funky beats. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Okay, yeah, I, these I, are easy. Come on, guys. I'll, I'll give you guys this hint. Um, these are all Sega Genesis games. Yeah, I can okay. tell. That was that was like. Uh, can I just, I just like... throw out a guess? All right. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna guess probably incorrectly that that was Comic Zone. Yes, you're correct. That that was an incorrect response. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think I should give it a try. Okay. Toe Jam and Earl? You're right. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Right. High five me, George. Uh, I'm not going to high five you, man. <laughs> Sorry. <Fuck> you. <laughs> I left you hanging. Okay, next one. Graham, oh, I'm going to let you uh, you do this one since you still haven't got one right. Uh, All right, here we go. This should be easy. Right, you got it right. Yep. Walker, I'll, I'll let this one play. <laughs> Great game. Wow, okay. Wow. We're on round four now. Wow. Now it's going to get it. Easy, now Chris. it's going to get harder. It's going to get harder now. James, Ooh. you're the last yeah. one, guy. You need yeah, to get this one. Jesus. <laughs> you got to re- redeem yourself. This is probably a game <laughs> you played quite a bit as a kid. So, yeah, I'm going to play it. Here we go. What is it? <laughs> wow. Sounds like something I should definitely know. Yes. But it, I don't. No, okay. All right, well, uh, let's see. Graham, what do you think? Uh, I've got a guess, but I know it's definitely wrong. Okay, well, guess. Oh, and it's actually, does that, are they all made by Sega? No, no, it's, it could be any game published on a Sega platform, or it could be made by, by Sega. Right, okay. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to guess wrong, but I'm going to guess anyway. Predator 2. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> I actually don't know what this is. This is the first one uh, I don't know. Okay. Sherrod, you are. George? Is it? Uh, uh, you gotta at least know. guess. Want me to guess? Just say something. You gotta, right, um, gotta give some effort. Vector Man? No, you're wrong. Is it? Is it Streets of Rage? Nope. Nathan, give a guess. I have no idea. Like I've never heard that before, honestly. I'll, I'll play it one more time. That song. That song was was awesome. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's, it's a great song. Listen. So, okay. Man, now, it's not Protector, is it? I don't know. It sounds like an earlier Genesis game yeah. according to the synth. Okay, so this was the first one that we you were not able to correctly answer. So this opens up the contest. So now that they haven't been able to answer it, uh, the contest is now open for the Incredible Hulk. What we'll do is uh, we'll go ahead and um, uh, for this week we're going to go ahead and go to round five anyway. 
um, just for shits and giggles. Um, and after we're done, I'll tell you how you can email us in uh, your, your entries. Um, but let's do the last one. And this is, the, this is supposed to be the hardest one. And let's see if anyone can do this. Graham, you'll be the first one to get to, to answer this Yay. one. Here we go. extra long for you. God. It's, it sounds like an RPG. Huh? Uh, Possibly. It's not like Shining in the Darkness, is it? <sighs> nope. You're wrong. Damn it. James? Oh, man. I might have to turn in my uh, thing and there's bad <laughs> Hopefully I'm not making you feel too bad. Wow. Uh, um, <clears throat> I'm going to guess totally... Just, you know, whatever. General chaos. Good guess, but no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Nathan. I'm sorry. You got me on these last two. I have no idea what that is. Okay. Uh, George, you want to give a guess? Well, I'm going to guess Alien Soldier. What was that? No. Alien Soldier? No, you're wrong again. Okay, so that's two. The last two, four and five. And I'll give you another quick uh, another quick listen just for our listeners so uh, so they can uh, try to email these ones in. Here we go. Okay, that was our round four, and this is... And I said it. This is round five. <laughs> So what you do is um, if you want to uh, submit your, your entries, go ahead and send them to SegaNerds at gmail.com. That's SegaNerds, all, all lowercase, all one word, at SegaNerds at gmail.com. And you uh, send us those for a possibility uh, of you winning the Incredible Hulk. And what we're going to do is we're going to do this again next week, too. And if they can't answer them again, we're going to give another copy of The Incredible Hulk. See, what we're doing is we're punishing ourselves here uh, because we're not um, we're not as brushed up as we should be on our Sega music. So, so next yeah, week... I'm so going to go back and listen to all the soundtracks. Yeah. My but you know what, what I'm going to do next week? It's going to be a different platform. It's going to be a different oh. console. Yeah, so you yeah I like this contest. This contest is really cool. Yeah, so we're going to do a different, con- uh, different console... And uh, we'll see how well you guys can do. Um, so that is uh, the Nerdcast this week, guys. I had a lot of fun. Um, no uh, no reader mail or anything like that this week. Um, so if you guys do want to, uh, you know, send us some questions um, that we can answer on the Nerdcast for next week's show, go ahead and do that. You can post it on our forums, or you can just go ahead and uh, reply uh, back um, on the post. Uh, the Sega Nerdcast post, or you can just email them again to the SegaNerds at gmail.com email address. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, you guys uh, got anything special planned for this weekend or anything like that? 
Nope. No. Well, I'm looking for jobs. Looking for jobs. In all the wrong places. Nice. Okay, well, we're going to head out of here. It's uh, about 3.30 in the morning here. I'm, I'm pretty much delirious right now, and my wife's mad at me, so i got to go. All right, I hope everyone has a nice week, and uh, let's look forward to some more Sega news coming out. All right, take it easy, guys. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, guys. Everybody. Right, so Love to your mothers. You think you'll teach me the no shadow kick? Oh, and the Buddha palm technique? There's a guy in Virtua Fighter 2 who does the Buddha palm technique. Thanks, though. And he does the, uh, the iron elbow. And he does the uh, one finger death touch. The cup's full. Stop, it's full. Exactly. Yeah.